0: Welcome to the Author Blur podcast. I'm your host Eric Maynard. So today we're speaking with Fritz Octave. He writes a book about Haiti, the history. It's Haiti between pestilence and hope. It's an interesting conversation and as I always say I always have good conversations with these authors because they come with so much information and with Fritz we discuss about Haiti, about the events that basically shaped and sculpted Haiti and how he tells it a lot of the American continent so join us listen to our conversation and enjoy it hopefully you find that his book will help you if you're looking to learn more about Haiti or if you're not looking at least you enjoy the conversation so again as always thank you for being here I hope you enjoy what we talk about I hope you find that author if it's Fritz if it's anyone that's been on the show and I hope you share information about them about our show about what we're doing here so we can keep growing because we are growing and people are finding those authors that they just can't get enough of now as always go buy the books because authors love buying the books I know I love when you buy my books and things like that it makes a world of a difference for the authors on here other than that Enjoy, share, rate the show, do things like that. Go to authorblurb.com where you can find different things like articles that these authors write, their profiles and all sorts of stuff. You can even buy a cup of coffee there for me because, well, I like your coffee and it helps me because I do all this out of my pocket. And it's all meant to help authors grow their business, grow their audience to you so that you can also grow your reading library, and yeah, that's about the gist of it. Other than that, enjoy the show. If you get something out of it, you feel like I'm doing something good for you. Do that. Buy me a cup of coffee. I don't ask for much more. You can also do crypto, but yeah, that's it. Up to you. Thank you. So I'm here with Fritz octave and we're here to speak about his book Haiti: Between Pestilence and Hope. So. You know, I could obviously try to describe it. Everyone knows that it's always much better for the author themselves of the book to describe a bit about themselves in the book, and it's kind of how I like to start this anymore. So if you don't mind, I'd like to start off with thanking you for being here. The book looks to be a very interesting book, and I'm definitely looking forward to hearing more about it. Can you tell everyone a bit about yourself and about your book so we can start to find out more about you?
1: Uh, First of all, Eric, uh, this is a a great pleasure for me to be with you, and I I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Um, Myself, uh, um, as you uh, mentioned it already, um, my name is uh, Fritz Nalaktiv. Most people go by Fritz uh, to make it easier for them, I I guess. (laughs) Um, I was born and raised in Haiti. Um, I am uh, a a journalist myself. by trade and by uh formation so i have a business uh, i have a communication and a business degree so when i uh came to the to the u.s uh close to 20 years ago i uh, moved uh, from haiti to, to the u.s so i kind of uh transitioned uh from being a reporter in haiti to uh to uh the uh, business to fa- to the financial world in here. So I work um for quite a, 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 some time in the in the insurance industry. So uh right now my role I work for a company a company called American Income Life, which is a, a big union insurance company in the US. Um and my role right now is more mainly uh, uh give to provide training to uh, to uh, sales agents. Um, right. But uh, but then I still I still uh, I'm, I'm still involved um, in what's going on in Haiti in terms of um, social activism. So um, I, I work with uh, a couple organizations. One of them is an organization called Soleska, which is in, in Haitian vernacular is 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 Soleil l'espoir pour changer Haiti, which is basically uh, the son of hope for change. I'm um, I, I involved with uh, a few people who are in, at the university, colleagues, um, people who will work together for a certain, certain time, you know, I would say um, classmates and colleagues at work, etc. We will feel like uh, we're compelled to to involve even though we, we're not physically living in Haiti, but the pen. Uh, what's going on on the ground and the people suffering and everything. and you know, I appeal to all of us to to do something to to see if we can and we can impact um, life in the, in the in the country
0: all right. so w- let's go in a bit about your book because your book is set back it's a historical book set back in eighteen o four I think I remember it saying so it's remind me is it a fiction or a non-fiction about the time
1: uh it's it's my book is non-fiction um hundred percent um i uh basically my idea is to provide a, a document that not um so much of what people are accustomed to about haiti so what i realized that a lot of times from the an outsider perspective so the information that I reach out to people is not necessarily uh correct is not necessarily um uh accurate mm-hmm. um most of the time it, uh, for, uh, for information is so convoluted into you know wrap up into different uh elements uh, and that make the sense of what is what's really happening or what's had had happened um uh, get lost in between so this sense of the information get lost because so many interests um uh you try to you know present present what what the the perspective is about what what's happening and then so i i i th- i i feel like i'm compelled to write a book where the re- the real story about haiti is told so that's why i i I go back way back before the colonial era, All right. um, and in uh, uh, 1492, where where Christopher Columbus first landed. So this is the place. This is the place. The island of they uh, call it Hispaniola at the times so to refer to little Spain when Christopher Columbus uh, Columbus landed. That's that's basically where I was. I was born and grew up. This right. uh, you know around the coast, the coastline uh, close to Cuba almost in Colas in in and these are the basically the area so so i will re- i i i went far back to that point of time and then to you know briefly you yeah, analyze what happened what christopher columbus found there there was a state there was a government there's a system that was established there was a well-developed government in there but then and then what they did to eliminate that state that, that existed there and then to to occupy the land and then brought b- slavery eh, all together and then how we how they 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 they, they come up with um, this, uh this uh you know idea of getting african slaves to replace the indigenous people that was there that they was practically decimated uh, with, with hard labor forced labor they couldn't Yellow fever from Europe and all this, everything they brought with them, so eliminated these indigenous people, and then they had to 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 uh, go to Africa with the triangular uh, commerce to have to have these African slaves replace these indigenous people uh, to do that hard labor. They couldn't anymore um, have enough 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 handful. So. From that from that time, point of time, so around 1700, uh late late sixteen hundred to to uh to uh, the beginning of seventeen hundred, all the way of leading to eighteen oh four. So all the fight the the fight, the resistance to, to that hard slavery system, so uh they brought, brought the revolution to the island where we where today we have called Haiti. Mm-hmm. So so um and then so from there, we have this so called liberation where physically there's no slavery because, well, it, you know, the slave, the enslaved people revolted and they reversed course, they overthrew the whole system so, to now become the, the ruler on the island, but their job was not done.
0: Because okay.
1: Mentally, 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 they never get liberated for real. So they damaged the slavery system you know, cause, and their brain still with them today. All right. So, so that, that, that's 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 why this they, they story kind of, you know, anger from, you know, time to history, everything, time to history, social, economic and politics and I cover the entire life, life conditions in Haiti, you know, and then as it relates to history.
0: All right. Now with your book it's covering a lot of history it sounds like a lot of details where in what perspective is it going from is it starting with looking at a specific group is it looking at the entire country where are you starting it off with where are people being led with it to understand the culture and the basis of haiti as it was back in 1804
1: um they book cover the entire country, every aspect of the of the country: social, economic, culture, uh, landscape. You know, the you know pol- political. Uh, you know, the, uh, geopolitics. Mm-hmm. So Haiti Haiti is not in a in a bubble by itself. It's in the heart of the Caribbean. So um, we have all these neighbors. We have we share an island with Dominican Republic. This is the same place. Haiti Dominican Republic is one piece of land. Right. So and it's yeah, I cover all these details and how that happened that it's become split. It become two countries. And right. at some point before the colonial era it was one island, you know. Mm-hmm. And then after the colonial era, shortly after the independence, it became It became one island again. And then at some point, so we split again. Right after 1804, and you know, with it's in 1842, 43. So we split against and it become you know one side, the western side of the island called Haiti, and then the eastern side called Dominican Republic. So all this is covered, and then every aspect, you know, the what's good and hate, because so most of the times in what what we heard, and and from the outside perspective. So what you what people get fed with, it's what's wrong with haiti but no you barely hear what's good about Haiti. so and then good and bad ugly everything's covered in Haiti. And in what perspective how all the problems problems sometimes they they report the problems are real the the situations are real sometimes but how we get out of it that's when that's where most of the time we fall short in reporting I'm talking about in, 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 in the perspective of the journalists. So it, Western mainstream, Western media, so most of the time just you, you know, flood people with reports about Haiti when something is wrong, when right. something is not going well, especially the political situation. And then when all natural disaster like in 2010, when we have the earthquake, mm-hmm. you, you would say the part of France become the capital of the Western world media. But shortly after, you hear you heard nothing about it until you have some political violence that arising from the capital city in Portugal, and then you, you hear them again. So, but and mind that that when they reporting like that, people will think that okay, that's a Haiti. That's that's all we produce is only violence and, and and tribulations and you know misery and all this. But then that's not. And there's on an, the other side they never show until so the book cover all that.
0: So. Okay, now, so somebody like me, I, my understanding of a lot of countries, I understand a little bit here and there, and my mind's just set on so many other topics that the world history, the world, things going on in other worlds, other countries, not other worlds, mm-hmm. other countries are just kind of limited to my knowledge because, well, there's only so much you can read in a day. Exactly. With that, so help me out here and tell me what are some of the good things about Hades that mentions in your book, the culture, social social things, just tidbits that people can find in there. Because like you said, a lot of times when people hear about Hades or even other countries, it's always the government's fighting, the there's a natural disaster. It's very rare to hear this country is having a great day by having this happen. That's really not what the news media wants the people to hear. They want Mm -hmm. because they say if it bleeds, it leads, and media has just gone to extremes with that. So, help me understand: what are some of the good, good things about Haiti that people find in your book, and the things that will help them understand that Haiti is not just, I guess, pestilence, but more of Mm -hmm. hope?
1: Oh, okay. First of all, let's start with history. Let's start (laughs) with the that revolution. That accomplished in 1804. In all civilization, that hadn't happened anywhere else in the world. For the slavery system, it's as brutal as it was with France, especially. Mm -hmm. With the Napoleon army. For this enslaved people, find a a, a common ground. Find a unity. Unity. Strong enough. With the little military background. Because the the colonial uh, system were using them for military. Um, for for needs as well so they get they get lot of training some of them get the, 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 the fighting fighters they, they, the, the, the uh, army leaders are uh, mainly they have uh, some 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 kind of training from the colonial uh, system itself but the the majority of the soldiers they, they didn 't have any kind of military training and then for them to find that that uh, those strategies to defeat the Napoleon army the greatest army in that period of time in that era, so you compare if you if you were to compare the Napoleon army and um, to anything today relating to today you will say the u s army okay okay we know that how powerful the u s military mm-hmm. is so that was France at the at, at that time around 1700 to okay
0: 1800.
1: Okay, so they interview. They, they if to defeat that and reverse the entire colonial system, and then shake the world geopolitics. Because after they, they get that they, we get that independence in 1804, the, things didn't stop there. Even though they isolated all the imperial powers, they mm-hmm. isolated Haiti. They didn't want to recognize Haiti as a as a sister nation, as a free independent country, because they they afraid. So because they had slavery. Wherever they are, they call colon- the, all this colonial power, they colonized so many parts of the world. So they didn't want that to affect them, but their bottom line.
0: So right.
1: they excise they Haiti. But even though this story still, this this story still uh, find a way to reach out and then impact it. You know, US, mm-hmm. Great Britain, Great Britain uh, Spain, France, Holland, Germany, everywhere. So if South America where it was. You basically get help by by Haitians revolutionary leaders to liberate them. The bol- Bolivarian uh, movement uh, to to you know to uh, the, uh, Simon Bolivar Bolivar in Venezuela, Colombia, and all. So America. I see if those movements are spread out, even even in the U.S. So Haitians uh, uh, soldiers have, it will help the u.s uh, we, uh, fought side by side with the u.s army in uh, in georgia you know and in, in louisiana mm-hmm. so all that so, so, they say, so that that part that political is army and so the the the, U, the european uh armed forces and the, the canaan uh, uh, system they will get all get affected by what happened in haiti okay so that aspect i feel like it's not is not is not tall it's not it's not reported enough it's not i mean it's 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 purposely though right a lot of people have interest is not to let it none to people to people to understand that aspects and how how the revolution in haiti affected the world in a positive way for freedom for liberty for liberation of oppressed people that's one aspect the other aspects of haiti is that haitian people a lot of you know, especially here in the U.S. Is I've been living in the U.S. for quite a while. I kind of understand the psychology here. Um, this the, the the general psychology in the U.S. is that when you see, when they Haiti, you see poverty, you, and you see people trying to flee the country to to look for a better, you know, condition of living outside. So, like especially coming here as immigrant because they cannot eat at home. So that's basically the idea. Um that spread around so everyone mostly uh that's the the eye Haitian, but haitians they are great people they are generous people they are hard work they are resilient they are um good hosts okay, so they will welcome everybody, so haitians will 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 have you know their best to and reserve for foreigners for visitors they will they will have the Best. They, everything they have, they possess. They mm-hmm. will keep. They will keep their best and reserves for when they have someone visiting, so they can use it. They say they have you know the you know, the best uh, uh um the, the best they could put at the on uh, on on the uh, dining room. So it be they it will be saved aside. So all right. They, you know everything. So they, they, the the uh, Haitian will well well we we'll sleep on the floor to give the foreigner their bed, their own bedroom to sleep in so they could be... so and then that's we can witness that to so see if you if you if you come across them in at a at a workplace, you see how hard they work and how 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 they they care about the family and people back back home do they need to help from whatever they make here even you, they have high bills here they still. Find a way to save something for to send back home as remittance. remittance. so um that's one aspect, so the, the kind of the, the kind of people, the quality in the Haitian people, and then you have the geography, you have the landscape, you have you see, probably probably uh, the few of the most beautiful beaches in the entire Caribbean, so you find them in Haiti, so a lot of people know about la la hmm and then under uh, the name of hispaniola, Labadi Hispaniola. This is this is a lie. So they don't want you to know it's a Haiti. This is Haiti. So the Haitian government have a contract with World Caribbean, and then they brought tourists. they bring they bring tourists every year, the mm-hmm. thousands by thousands to visit Labadi. But then nothing goes to Haiti to to help socio the, the socioeconomic development. Not even a good highway is not built to link Labadi to the, the main city that they close at less than twenty miles away, which is Capitation. Okay, All right. so so you have the beaches, you have the mountain for hiking, you have we have we have, we have uh, some of the highest peak mountain mountain peaks in the, in the entire Caribbean. Okay, so we have the valleys, we have so many, we have uh, close to forty gr- big rivers flowing, streaming into the ocean visibly. Mm-hmm. So all these are, are, are unique opportunities for development, economic development, really for agriculture, for electricity electrification, for everything's you know hydropower, everything, you you can you can name it. But it's all it's all about governance. It's all about you know thinking of, about the visions of building a, a society, a country where where we have uh, a level playing field.
0: All right, so. Let's see. All,
1: all this, I cover all of this in the book. All, all
0: right. So now here's yeah. one thing that I've come to hear repetitively here and there about most books. Mm-hmm. Most people, and this is one reason I have a habit of asking where a book starts with the fiction authors, mm-hmm. but with nonfiction, it's a little more detailed than just where do we start with. Mm-hmm. I've been told by and heard many times that you have to catch somebody's attention within the first. Ten to twelve pages of a book. With your book, where does your book start off with? What does it do to draw the people in? I mean, what do people expect to start off when they first open your book?
1: Um, they, they, they can, I mean any, I mean anywhere they open it, I think it will catch their eye, their attention. That's that's my that's my primary goal. I wanted to make sure that when I was writing the book that I think it in a way that anywhere someone open a page. There will be something that will cut, 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 catch their attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my my starts start start with an acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. Acknowledgement is basically I I want the world to know who I am
0: mm-hmm. and, then,
1: and who contributed it in myself. How I become who I become today, and right. then how grateful I am to those people that I had the privilege to be supported by. So, so that I think this is a, is a lesson for everyone because I, in Haiti we have a politicians back in the uh, 70s who said that. So, textfulness is cowardness. All right. So, so I wanted to, I, I want to 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 use to reverse that, and then you can move forward with the book and to um uh, the preface. The preface is one of uh, uh, a, a great um, philanthropist. And the in the who, who, who i i come across with uh working in haiti back in the uh late 1990s so yeah yeah his name is Yan voodoo who's uh who's from uh holland all right in the Netherlands. so who wrote the who would who, who forward the book who wrote the preface. so it, he got a lot of good things to say about his experience in haiti and then how how things can change and also how he sees the book how he sees the 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 importance of the book and the dynamic uh um in 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 all the debate ignited for change in in the context of Haiti. so um also now and then i have an introduction the introductions basically set the book
0: Mm -hmm. so where what do we start with in chapter one then where because chapter one's going to be where most people really dig in
1: Yes, chapter one is basically the chapter one's name, uh, uh, title is the becoming of a Nation's soul, the nation right. soul. So, so that's where that's where basically the whole history of Haiti is. This the whole about the history of a from um, prior to the colonial era era to up to today, 2022. So he's capture everything. You, you, you need for, and add some more information about Haiti all the way up to, to today, 2022.
0: Okay. And then with your book, is it one that is one that needs should be read from chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, or do you have it set up that you can look in the index and say, I want to learn about this topic or I want to read about this topic, they can skip over to that chapter and still learn about the area?
1: Yes. Even though every every chapter is kind of connected, but mm-hmm. they can read, they can go to the table of content from the beginning. If you just flip there, let me look at the table of content, they'll see every chapter. See, the book is not... I, I, I purposely uh, uh, designed it for, uh, for, uh, for, 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 for the reading to be easy, very easy for readers. So that kind of table of content can guide them, go exactly to what they want to look at. And then they 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 want to they want to see they see the title for chapter one they, that's what interests them they go it will make plenty of sense for them without even read with the rest of them and then they go to chapter two yes, chapter two is about uh, the power of betrayal so how how we as a nation are uh, 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 fail mm-hmm. in, in consolidating the union that created by the founding fathers so how that transcend to the kind of society we have today. Well, what the psychology behind the whole you know failing state people you know reporting about haiti every day so it's just a failing state this is a failing state. what what causes that right. and then chapter chapter three is the blame game chapter four it, it's it's basically the um uh, failure of leadership and then chap, chapter five five basically it's waste or how we waste all our resources human materials you know how we don't really manage what we have and then create create improve on them and to create more opportunity for the people and then you get you get to uh, uh, chapter six the missed opportunities and then chapter seven which is uh the how how we where we go from there what is the future for haiti and then chapter 8, which is the last, sh- last chapter, the book is eight chapters, but then broken into several sections. Each chapter has several multiple sections, but then you, uh, chapter 8 is f- the food for thought, which is basically uh, b- based on where what the future c- can look like, and if we do this or this, this one. So it's that kind of a roadmap. Chapter 8 is a roadmap for, for the transformation of the country all right so any any chapter you read to come back to your question any chapter you will you pick yourself and then it will make plenty of sense you it doesn't necessarily want to read next chapter if you don't want to you still get what you need if if it's that's what interests you
0: all right what is i guess what is the type of person you expect to really dive into your book because one big thing about this show is you're going to have a large range of people listening to our discussion some people like for me i love historical books but i enjoy them for like the american time american historical english and irish historical books Mm -hmm. those usually are the books that catch my attention Mm -hmm. i do enjoy history because i enjoy knowing things what type of people do you expect? Because not every history buff is going to want to know about Haiti. Mm-hmm. Where do you think your book's going to pull people in? What type of people do you think is going to really love your book?
1: First of all, I think any anyone in academy, academia, so anyone that wants want deeper research mm-hmm. uh, in, in world history, so a student, a professor, you know, in, anyone in that. Uh, set, you know, in, in that setting, our world well benefits for my book. If they want, if they, want, they 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 may not necessarily focus have their focus just on Haiti. They may see, want to see he you know history as a whole for the world, like, like the Caribbean, and Latin America, because the the book is placed in context of the entire you know American continent. So okay. american So 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 if you're interested in Latin American Caribbean history central american history saying uh social economic development so the book is is, is for you and then uh, there's another group of people is is people who 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 really wants to know more about haiti they know a little bit but then and they very they have very limited knowledge there people that get bombed with you know negative reporting about haiti so right. when they read the book they will see they will be able to seize a different perspective. See from a, from from an insider, someone who live in a born raised, live in Haiti for for for, for half of my life and then work in Haiti, work as a journalist for uh, for most for almost a decade reporting on the ground and then live in the middle of the people. So they will they can they could they would be able to appreciate that that perspective from someone who's or native who's who who really live the story okay and then there is another group of people people who maybe you want to go do business in haiti it is if despite all it is still a a have great potential for business they need to know they need to know their way their way about they need to know it, 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 how what kind of setting Haiti has, or how the 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 laws and they need to know you know how the government really see business how the the private sector see business they they, they have they have opportunity to with my book then that will help and then and then the, the, the lastly but not least the book address is a just a set of people who who want to do philanthropic work in Haiti, they from time to time they go from maybe short mission to churches to uh to uh, non you know the um um some the uh, non-religious uh, organization. So they go to do just just philanthropic work to to most to uh, minister or or help the most vulnerable people. So they need to know really how they do this to make make sure that these people they they help they they genuinely. Uh, are providing, you know, be, become beneficial, really beneficial to the people in the context of the culture they will need, etc. And then we'll have, I have Haitians as target because, uh, you know, the country cannot move forward, cannot, cannot be moved forward, cannot change without Haitians understanding what the, that change uh, should look like. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, that gives a wide range of people and... You it sounds like a very educational there's just in listening to you describe everything, I have a feeling there's quite a bit more into this that people can draw, get and be able to expand on. So I do wanna say thank you for being on. I've enjoyed the conversation. Your book sounds like it's gonna be or it is very important, very helpful to people grow their knowledge about Haiti, which is fantastic to do. Yeah. And like I said, I love history and Hopefully, other history people will find your book and enjoy it too. Students, professors, business, whatever the area they want. So with that, where other than authorblurb.com, where I have your profile listed, and people can find you in the links there, there's links that you've provided me that's here in the show notes. Where do you prefer people to find you if they want to reach out, if they want to discuss something? Where's the best place for them to get in touch with you?
1: So uh, primarily, I, I I prefer people to to reach me uh, through my website. I have mm-hmm. I have a contact form in there. I have yeah, I see they can reach. Out. I have my email listed in there. My website is uh, fritznalactive.com. So they 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 go to my website. There's a, a form they can fill to to get a hold of me to get in contact with me. And then I have a chat room. I I can be live on that chat room with them. And also. I, I I use LinkedIn so I have my profile set up on there. If some, someone type in my name, search my name on LinkedIn, they find me there. We can connect there. We come. We can. We can. We can talk. Any question they have, any any things and related to Haiti, they want to discuss. So I'm wide open in there. Sometimes I do a little Facebook, but I'm not too. You know, I'm not too a big fan of Facebook, but I'm more LinkedIn. So they find me find me there easily. And then also um, if the the They want to see more, like a preview about the book, anything. On my website, they get that. They they Google Google the book title, Haiti Between Pestilence and Hope. They find plenty of links. They can go and navigate and get an idea. If they want to order the book, they find it right there. If the book is available everywhere, books are sold. So there's no... There's no uh, worry if they wanted to have a copy or they want to have an uh, ebook, or they want to have the hardcover, uh, paperback. They all It's available in, everywhere.
0: All right, perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you again for being on. Like I said, I do appreciate your book. Sounds very interesting. So with that, we're going to end the conversation for everybody else. So for everybody else, we're saying goodbye to them. But for you and I, we're going to talk a little bit more. So if you can hold on, I do appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate you bringing me on. So I, I, I enjoy the conversation as well. So we're here.
0: Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. And go find the other authors that are here. Find that author that you're going to love and you're going to want to share. It's all about the authors, and that's why I'm here. Now, if you enjoy the show, I'd like to ask you to do me a favor. If you think it's worth it, go to the website, authorblurb.com. You can donate money, donate crypto me a cup of coffee things like that that helps me support keeping the show going right now i don't do anything to try to delay add distract you everything's out of my pocket and everything is meant to make authors be able to grow their audience and grow your attention so as always thank you for being here i hope you come back for the next show and again Take the time, explore authorblurb.com. There's a lot there that you will be very happy to take the time to enjoy. And as final note, rate, review, shoot me an email through authorblurb.com. That way you can at least let me know what you think. I'm happy to always see reviews and hear what you think. Thank you. Have a good day.